0: Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Today, we're continuing our Hook series with an example called Reeled In. Pastor Ed is going to show us how we're being fished for every day. It's about choosing who reels us in, Jesus or the devil. So get ready for some real talk about life, temptation, and finding the right path. And don't forget, there's always more to explore at edyoung.com, including Ed Young's latest books and devotionals. And here's something just for our listeners today. Grab your free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. It's a story of finding hope and healing after loss, and it's sure to touch your heart. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: What if I told you that someone's trying to catch you? What if I told you that someone is tying a fly just for you, and the fly is individualized, it's customized, and the fly will be presented to you over and over? And then what if I told you that this fisherman wants to catch you, to reel you in, to drag you into the boat? Some are like... Come on, man, you gotta be kidding me, that's a stretch. Someone is fishing for me? Well, the answer is a resounding yes because as you look at the scriptures, you see Jesus was all about fishing. As I said earlier, Jesus fished, and he said once we become followers, we're to fish. Jesus fishes for you and me. We have a choice either to take the bait to get hooked or not. Conversely, the devil, that's right, the devil also is fishing. He wants to keep you and me from discovering this incredible purpose, this amazing plan that God has for our lives. And if we could see the agenda that God has for us, we wouldn't believe it. We'd be like, are you kidding me? It's that amazing? It's that awesome? That's the kind of plan that God has. So the enemy wants to keep us from God's purpose. How does he do that? Through temptation, through, through fishing. In fact, the whole word, the whole concept of, of being tempted, of being enticed, is a fisherman's term. The picture behind the, the, the phraseology in the book of James, for example, James chapter 1, in the original language, the, the term is exel kanemas. That's hard to say, exel kanemas. It means literally to lure a fish from cover to trap a fish. So yes, Jesus is the master caster, and I would say Satan is the caster of disaster. How about that? Jesus wants to move us from death to life. The devil wants to move us from life to death. That's his his agenda. I love to tie flies. And for, for those of you who don't really know that much about fishing, I, I enjoy all types of fishing, but my favorite type of fishing is fly fishing. And when you fly fish, you're casting the weight of the line. If you fish conventionally, like you would in a lake or, or whatever, it's the weight of the bait that propels it out there. When I'm thinking about tying, for example, a shark fly, sharks love the color red. Very seductive color, very sexy color the enemy <clears throat> is looking at your life he's looking at my life and going what what can i use what is the best fly to take that girl out maybe it's i don't know maybe it's greed i don't know maybe it's uh maybe it's priorities getting your priorities all screwed up or or, or maybe he looks at a guy and goes wow Um, A fly. So many temptations deal with the fly when it comes to a guy, right? (laughs) That was good. That was good. So some of you might get that later. But anyway, when I'm tying, what I'll do is I'll tie these feathers on the hook. And that's what the enemy is doing right now. I mean, God doesn't want us to to be afraid of it, but it's just the reality, and I love how the Bible keeps it real, you know? The Bible is a treatise on how to deal with temptation, but there's an upside to temptation that we're going to talk about. Yeah, there's a horrendous side, but there's also a tremendous side to temptation. So I got that fly. That's looking good. A shark would love that, and let me see what else. Oh, 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 I got to put some flash in the fly. You gotta have some flash, don't you? You do. I mean, what's a fly without flash? What's a temptation without flash? You gotta have some flash in there. It's just like you gotta you gotta you gotta get that shark's attention. And that's what that's what the devil does in all of our lives. He just gets our attention and he's like, Man, just look at it. I know you wouldn't do it, but just look at it. I mean, it wouldn't it ain't gonna hurt you to look at it, you know. And, Put a little flash in there. Devil himself is tying a fly for you. Why? Because you matter so much. Why? Because you're so amazing. Why? Because he knows what's gonna happen as you continue to do what God wants you to do. That's why you're feeling temptation. So, temptation should tip us off. It should be like, whoa, I matter that much. I mean, my future is that bright. You see, that's where the devil is stupid. The devil is not omnipresent, but he is organized. And he has an organized plan to keep us from the best. So it starts with the fly. He ties the fly seductively. Also notice something else that he does in his process. He chums strategically. What is chum? You cut some fish up, throw it in the water, and the fish will come. And and, and pretty much fishermen say, When you chum, the big sharks will come, but you got to chum in the right way. I've learned how to chum, and you've got to chum when you have the right currents, the right tides, the right moon phases. You've got to chum in the right areas. You've got to bring the sharks up on the flats, the flats being shallows, because when you hook them in the shallows, they fight in the shallows, and you can— Kick their butt in the shallows a lot quicker than if they're deep. If they're deep, you're in trouble. So don't chum in the deep waters if you're fly fishing. So the devil is chumming in your life in mind. Just, just just throwing some stuff out there saying, I know, I know you wouldn't do it, but just think about it. What would it be like to hold her? I, I know you're married, but just think about it. What would it be like to hold her in your Arms. I mean, what would it be like to, to be with, with, with him? I know you wouldn't do it, but, but what would it be like to lie and to exaggerate to make the extra a bit of money? I mean, what? Just, just, I know you wouldn't do it. Just think about it. what would it be like to cheat at school? I mean, you don't have to study as much, and, and you can, I mean, just, I know you wouldn't do it, but he's chumming. He's chumming. And then notice something else, I gotta gotta have my fly rod out for this. Watch out, he casts, he casts, the devil does. And when you cast, see, you're casting the weight of the line. So we see somebody, he's patient, he sees somebody, he's like, okay, okay, yeah, a father of three, yeah, and I know it's kinda crazy at home, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put that attractive coworker at the office. and I know you won't do anything, but, 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 and he, and he, and he fishes, right? He fishes, he casts, he casts accurately, he casts aggressively. What is tempting you right now? Who is tempting you right now? Think about that temptation, what happens when we're hooked with temptation? What happens when I've been hooked with temptation? Oh, I've gotten away. No one will know. And some of you right now are thinking, man, I've been doing what you're saying. I've been cheating on my spouse. I've been messing around. You know, my priorities are all you know, jacked up. I've been living this lie. I've been lying a lot and everything is cool. You know, I'm making a lot of money. I'm successful. I'm the man, I'm the girl. Think about that shark. Everything's fine. Had the feathers in his mouth. He thought it was sushi. Everything's cool. He's just swimming in the warm Bahamian waters. All of a sudden, he, 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 hooked. Then you have thrashing and splashing. You have the collateral damage, don't you? You're people, situations. Unlike me, you know, when I catch a fish, I release the fish. The devil, what does he do? Takes the fish, calls the taxidermist. And he has an impressive trophy room. All these believers caught. Well, the Bible says in James chapter one. Now, James is a half brother of Jesus. So here's what I love about the book of James. Think about this you can't fool your family. I mean, this is Jesus' brother, radically a follower of his brother, Jesus, and here's what he says. Let nobody say when they're tempted, oh, God is tempting me. On social media, what do we do? We love to tag people. You ever tag people on social media? I'm the only one, okay, yeah. So when you tag someone, you, know, you, you, you call them out, you point them out, and when you go through social media, you can discover who is tagged and who isn't tagged. Well, the Bible says don't tag God with temptation. God does not tempt anyone. The devil tempts us to make us do wrong. God tests us to make us strong. That's the deal. So God cannot tempt, why Why, why, why can't God tempt? Because God cannot even entertain evil. So for God to tempt you or me would be for God to cease being God. The enemy does it. And, and James just breaks it down. Say breaks it down. I love it. Breaks it down. Breaks. He breaks it down. He gets even more specific into the process. Verse 14, each one. I told you it was individualized. Each one. Eat, there, there, there's a fly being tied for you. Each one, you and me, is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed, and battled. When the illicit desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. When sin has run its course, it gives birth to death. Here's what's interesting about life, and especially about temptation. We choose our choices, but we don't choose our consequences. Oh, we're free to choose. God has given all of us a free will, and we choose our choices, but we don't choose the consequences. And the consequences of taking the fly, they are pretty, are they? Because we've all gone, yeah, I mean, Ed, yeah, I've done that. So have you.
0: You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're in the middle of Reeled In, an episode from our Hook series. As we take a quick break, remember that this show is made possible by your support. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share the profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's Word and bringing hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Stay with us as we dive back into the heart of today's message. There's more wisdom and insight to uncover. Welcome back to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: So we have to rely on God to give us the wisdom to look past the hook. To look past the cast to the consequences, and that is this part of temptation. Yeah, James said, and I hope you, 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 you saw this, you've got desire. Your desire and my desire. When a God-given desire goes haywire, we're in trouble. God is pro-desire. Say it with me. God is pro-desire. He thought it up. If I didn't have the desire to eat, I would die. If I didn't have the desire to drink, I would die. Die. If we didn't have the desire to procreate, we wouldn't be here. Desire is good. God gave us all our desires. Desires are awesome. However, when we use our desires, this God-given desire, for example, in a God-vetoed way, that's when we mess up. So James says several things happen when we are tempted and when we take the bait. Our desire gets together with our will, and the desire asks our will, hey, will you? And if the will says yes, then they get together and they have a little baby called sin. (laughs) And then the Bible says sin grows, it matures, and then when it really matures, when it has a goatee, it leads to death. So that's why I said earlier, we swim off with the bait, we think everything is cool. You think, man, I'm, I'm living in sin, or I'm doing in this, everything is cool, I don't have any problems. Sin has not matured yet. Sin has not reached puberty yet. Sin has its kicks, after all, if it didn't have its kicks, we wouldn't like to sin, but the kickbacks are horrendous. So, desire has to get together with will, And then when Desiree says to William, will you, then you've got sin. But then James continues, because he's really really breaking it down, because hopefully now we make the connection, you know, we have the line, who is at the end of the line in this context, the devil. So we need to know when we feel that pull, when we see that fly, oh yeah, okay, The, the devil is connected to it. So then it says in verse 16, don't be misled. In other words, don't be fooled by this sexy-looking fly, by the chum in the water, by this accurate caster called the devil. Don't be misled. Every good thing and every perfect gift is from above. And you'll see from the Father of lights. And then verse 18, and here, here's some good news. We're kind of we're, we're turning it here. It was of his own will that he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. I love that. I have a birthday. Write this down. I'm joking. March 16th, that's my birthday. I didn't have anything to do with my birthday. My parents just got together nine months earlier and I was born. I had nothing to do with my birth. Nor did you. That's my first birthday, my first. My second birthday occurred when I was younger and I became a follower of Christ. I was born again. You've heard that phrase before, born again. What does that mean? Well, here's how you're born again. The Word of God and the Spirit of God get together and because of that we have a new birth. I talked about the birth of sin desire and will. Now let's talk about our second birth, being born again. The Word of God gets together with Spirit of God and then we're born again. And I've just told you the secret of dealing with temptation, one of the secrets. How do I deal with temptation? It seems like, man, I can't deal with it. It's too strong, it's too powerful. Seeing happy birthday. Not your first birthday, your second birthday. And hopefully you've had a second birthday, because if you've had a second birthday, that's your spiritual birth, and because we're born again, we're born again into the family of God, we can tap into his power, his inheritance. God will always give us the strength and the power from the inside out to look past the cast, to look past the bait, to see the consequences and to swim the way God wants us to swim. So that's, that's a positive thing. So, so when you feel that temptation, when you see that temptation, when that fly is going by, just go, happy birthday to me. Remember that second birthday. Remember who you are, because really my last name is not Ed Young. Young, Young. No, no, no. It, it, it's Ed Young Christian. That, that's my name because I'm in the family of God. So that's That's a handle. Another handle is, remember this, you're not alone in your temptation. You're not by yourself. And that's why in the Bible, when it talks about the church, you know, Christianity is not a solo sport. In in the Bible, it it always talks about one another, one another, one another, one another, one another, one another. Because we rely on each other. Revealing what you're going through, revealing your, your, your feeling, you could say, is the beginning of healing. And usually, if I've thought about something I'm going through, and and I'm thinking like, man, I don't want to say it. If I say it, they'll think I'm horrible. But when I say it to some trusted people, they're like, wow, dude, I'm going through the same thing. I'm glad you said that. It's not easy to live the Christian life. It's not a cakewalk. It's not like skipping down the primrose path. (laughs) Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. I don't have any problems. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But we have to realize our second birthday. But we have to realize you're not alone. First Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. There it is. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Here's something else. Remember your birthday? You're not alone. Number three, you're never the underdog. Never, ever. You can never say, I just couldn't take it. Oh my gosh, it was too strong. Oh, I just, no, 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 no. We can't say that, we can't play the victim. Obviously we have to use our mind, we have to use our wisdom. If you ever talk to pilots, pilots will talk about payload. There's a payload, a capacity that a plane can carry for it to take off and to fly. God is a payload God, he will never put Too much on us that we cannot take off and fly above the temptation. Never. Isn't that amazing? Ever. Ever. I love that. I love that. Remember your birthday. You're not alone. You're never the underdog, no matter what you're dealing with. Here's something else. There will always be an escape route, always when it comes to temptation. But when you're tempted, when, not if, not maybe, no, no. When you're tempted, it will also provide a way out so you can, say it with me, endure it. We can endure it. And that's one of the positive things about, about temptation. You realize when we're tempted, we should even have a joy in our lives. I don't mean a fake, phony, game show host type smile. Not like that, but there should be a tranquility when we face trials and testings and temptations of different Kinds. Also, we should have an endurance. As we've gone through temptation, it builds endurance. Because a virtue that has not been tested is not really strong at all. Are you feeling me? A character quality that's not been tested and tried and tempted. Let me use another fishing analogy. When I, when I fish for a fish called the tarpon, I use 16-pound test, nothing more than 16-pound test when I fish in fishing tournaments. Well, I know, because I fished a lot, that, that you can only pull at about 14 pounds of pressure. Once you start getting around 15 to 16, and then it's beep. People get mad when you break a fish off in a tournament. Now, I don't say that. You know I would, but I'm talking about the other people I'm fishing with. They do, they do, they do. Well, God knows exactly, exactly how much we can take. He knows exactly how much we can take. It could be 10 pounds, 16 pounds. It could be 50 pounds. I don't know. He knows it. And he'll never put us in a situation where he will not give us the ability to get out of. So that is just a little bit about temptation. Temptation. God has the best for you, and the reason the enemy is coming after you is because he knows what can happen and what's gonna happen because how valuable you are. So let's continue. Let's continue to walk in wisdom and to walk following the lord
0: thanks for joining us on the creative connection with pastor ed young today's episode reeled in has been a real eye-opener hasn't it we've talked about fishing but it's about so much more than that it's about life choices and who we let reel us in remember every day we face choices that can bring us closer to god or pull us away it's like being out there in the water deciding what bait to go after Pastor Ed's message today is a powerful reminder to choose wisely and to stay hooked on the right things. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries, Join us next time on The Creative Connection as we continue our journey through the Hook series. Until then, stay strong in your faith, watch out for those baits, and keep following Jesus. God bless, and see you next time.